0: and our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. As hunters and fishermen, we always
1: enjoy traveling to new destinations, but when it comes to traveling out of country, you can have some big adventures. I'm actually in the middle of the Yucatan jungles down in uh, Mexico right now, and i got two beautiful young ladies sitting in front of me here who's just traveled from the United States down into the jungle with us, and we're actually turkey hunting. But today we're going to give you some tips about traveling out of country, either to go hunting or to go fishing. I have my wife, Diane, and her very best friend, Sheila Shockley. And, Sheila, this is your first time to go out of country, correct?
2: Correct, it
1: is. Okay, and I think... uh, did Diane help prepare you for this trip? She did help
2: prepare me on bringing clothes and how to pack my suitcase for that, but didn't inform me on a few things to watch for if I got busted going through <laughs> customs.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> my fault, my fault, my bad.
1: Yeah. Well, what what did you learn on this trip? Uh,
2: you do not bring a jewel out of into Mexico. A jewel, A jewel. It's a little smoking e-cigarette, something uh, they do not allow because they will take it from you.
1: You found that and out they, the hard way?
2: I did, because <laughs> I hit the red button instead of the green button. Both of my <laughs> luggages got searched.
1: <laughs> well, Diane had a little experience, too.
3: I did. I had some uh, beef jerky in my backpack, and the uh, sniffer dog that they have there in customs, he uh, kind of triggered on my backpack, and... They put a tag on it, subjects the search, and we went, and uh, they searched my bag, and she pulled out the beef jerky and told me that it was illegal, so I was uh, fine with that. She kept it, and we were the last ones through customs. Because we, we were waiting on Sheila. Because we were waiting, yes, yeah, Sheila. <laughs> so when they were finally finished with Sheila, and they decided not to take her to jail, they they... <laughs> came on out of the customs area and one of those custom guys was eating my beef jerky but you know they have to destroy that kind of stuff and what better way to destroy <laughs> it than
1: uh, the, to eat it, to, to yeah, it out no away. great loss well cody lucas of uh, uh the TV show for Living the Dream Outdoors also got held up.
2: He did. I don't remember what they searched. They were concerned with why he had two cameras. Two, yes. He was, yeah, and he kept trying to explain to them. I don't know if they understood, but it was because he had two cameras.
1: Yeah, I think the language. guy understood. He asked him why he had two cameras, and he explained, well, one breaks down, I'll have another one, right. you know. Uh, and then he, Cody had a tripod, and the guy thought he should have a telescope to fit on the Tripod. tripod, and yeah. he wanted him to produce the tele- telescope, but there was no telescope to produce. Right, so because the he,
3: tripod was for so, the cameras. Yeah,
1: so yeah. he had to go through that process again. So the thing, though, that we all learn from this, and I've had some issues, too. I've been to Mexico quite a number of times, is uh, you think you got it all right? You don't. No, no. (laughs) Because there's a lot of things that can go wrong or they may question you about it. But the most important thing, it just be cool and calm and be courteous. Because if you're getting upset and you're giving them trouble... uh, letters across your forehead says guilty right right
2: right.
1: (laughs) well you guys all handle it pretty cool and calm but that made us pretty late you know our trip another thing you got to deal with you know we were supposed to have originally gotten into merida mexico at like seven o'clock in the evening and we all got bumped back there was what six or seven of us on the same plane yes and everybody got bumped back to 10 o'clock and then one of the couples the campbells from houston missouri didn't get their email till late or something, so they showed up at like nine o'clock in the morning. And think they were gonna fly out at eleven. Right.
2: We and didn't then fly then we did out till 4, four thirty that yeah. afternoon, yeah. so they
1: had a long day in the airport. So there's lots of just, lots of little things that you need to go over and over and over to make sure you got everything right that you can possibly get right. And it's still not all going to be right. (laughs) But here we are. Here we are. Sitting in the jungles of the Yucatan. Diane's been down before. What do you think about it, Sheila?
2: I think it's the the neatest experience that you could ever encounter. I went turkey hunting this morning. Didn't see anything, but it was... uh, quite interesting and very peaceful wind was blowing really good wasn't that hot or humid right, good breeze um, got to see a couple little doves and two other little birds not sure what they were but it was it's it's a very neat experience anyone out there needs to at least try it once a
1: hey, good recommendation and, and of course uh, it's hard to believe where we're setting the camp environment here is just charming you know that they, they've cut out a pretty pretty fair area hint for a camp and there's scattered trees here. We've got plenty of shade, although it's the hot season and the dry season they're getting into. We still do have quite a bit of greenery around us, but there's wall tents here like you would see out in the elk camps out, out west, but these are on permanent foundation. We even got carpet on the floor. We do. And what else do we have?
2: We have showers and we and have bathrooms. Oh, and you we sw- have a lot of good food. And that- oh. We
1: also have air conditioning. We do. Yes, we have air conditioning. Yeah, I all slept very well. At least I did. I don't know about you girls, you know. Somewhat. Somewhat. First night's usually right. the toughest, but uh, hey, we'll drag you around the jungles enough day and tire you out. You'll sleep well tonight. Right, I that's, hope so. That's for sure. But uh, this is just your your first time here. And what was your first impression when you saw the camp?
2: I was just in awe. It was just amazing um, to pull out. I mean, it took us an hour just to get down the gravel roads to where... The campus. Yeah,
1: after we yes. left the last blacktop road. Yeah, right. It yeah. was
2: over an hour drive, but once you got here and you see this setup, it's just really amazing that this exists out in the middle of the jungle, nowhere. Well, like, if, yeah, yeah. Well, some,
1: somebody's put a lot of forethought into it. Of course, Geordie Jean. I, I don't know how long he's been in the guide business for a couple of decades, I, I assume. But uh, he's death on detail. He's got every fine thing worked out. We're sitting here right now can't smell it yet, but there's a barbecue pit behind us about 15 yards. And I see some coals that were working on a bit ago. I don't know if there's a fire in that. I know there's going to be a whole hog roast at some I point. I
3: did hear that.
1: Yeah. That They're going to roast
3: well it in the ground. That's going to be that, that's Yeah, the be old Mayan tasty. style,
1: they call it. Oh, it'll be extremely moist and tasty. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think we're all going to leave here a little bit heavier.
3: Another thing we pounds. have here at camp is Wi-Fi. We uh, You wouldn't expect being an hour into the jungle off the main blacktop road to have Wi-Fi, but... We have Wi-Fi. We can keep in touch with family back home. I still- couldn't
1: believe, yeah, the first time I came to this camp a couple of years ago, boy, I was just elated that they had Wi-Fi, you know. And the original camp I went to, Jason, my son, I went to probably five or six years ago. They had Wi-Fi, and they actually had a little dish, you know. and They had some real trouble getting it into that camp. It was actually deeper in the jungle, closer to, uh, to Guatemala. We were only, I think, 20 minutes or so from Guatemala. But there we had wi-fi and i was able able to work on articles and here we are doing a podcast and this thing will be posted probably by tomorrow morning and ready for the whole world to listen to sheila yeah. so I, I hope you gave things a good good critique here and, i hope so hey uh, yeah, of course kind of our job we're, we're not in paid positions but uh, i've known geordie Jean for about 12 years i've been coming to yucatan trying to promote tourism the hunting the fishing scene down here and he's a superb gentleman to work with So we do our best to try to promote the business, and, and well, we've sent him some business, and this time I was fortunate enough to get to bring uh, several friends. Of course, Cody Lucas does the TV side of things. I do the podcast for Living the Dream Outdoors. Got to bring Cody along. There's a couple from Houston, Missouri that came along with us. She actually won her hunt uh, at a drawing at living the dream event that was held a couple months back of course hubby didn't want to stay home (laughs) unfortunately he had to pay for his trip but he was first one to kill a bird so i think he's he's pretty happy and uh, of course jess went out this morning we heard her shoot three times (laughs) she she was pouting a little bit when she came back to camp because she missed her bird i think but she'll get another opportunity and we sat in a a unique place this morning, the three of us together with a guide that was only a few minutes from camp. But I, I sat there two years ago and just saw lots of wildlife everything except a turkey. I saw brocket deer, uh, cotamundis. There's about 30 of them come through. That was pretty fascinating to see. All the colored birds had a grand time but never had a turkey come in there. But they did have a water source there. They pour water literally on the top of the rocks where there's little crevices and indentations where water will puddle. And I noticed, we were talking a few minutes ago, we noticed our guy leaving camp with a five-gallon jug of water on his shoulder. So he's headed to our afternoon spot, I think, to put some water out. And that'll, that'll turn the tide for us. But Sheila, you were sitting there with a over-and-under shotgun across your lap this morning. You looked like you knew what you were doing. <laughs>
2: I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but- it would have been nice if I had got a turkey, but... i still
1: enjoyed it this morning uh, oh absolutely and there's uh, the evening hunt yet we still got a couple days left and uh bill bryan is down with me he used to be our director of state parks uh he's actually going to uh, hope do some work for geordie on some new parks that's being developed and i told told bill i kind of laughed at him you know i said we got this meeting with the commissioner of conservation for the yucatan i was a little nervous about that i didn't know exactly what was going on uh worked with them in tourism down here for some time, but uh, when it comes to concessionaires and buildings and that kind of stuff, uh, I'm not too sharp at that, so Bill's covering for me. (laughs) Bill got a bird this morning. Bill got a nice bird this morning, and it was a unique experience uh, for him because the old Mayan style of hunting turkeys here, they actually go out before daylight and hear it turkey seeing they call it singing instead of gobbling and they actually sneak up on him and shoot him right out of the trees you know we, we keep call people in the Ozarks that do that we call them outlaws but it's not illegal to shoot a uh, bird out of the tree although we do consider that eh, maybe a little unethical you know but uh, it, it's not illegal by any means but we prefer to call them up at home you know we like to hear them gobble and watch them dance and all that sort of thing and you can do that here as well, and uh, that's the way I prefer to do it. But uh, if you girls want to get a turkey, we may have to get it really early in the morning, go out in the moonlight, sneak up on one. Sheila, when you shoot him, he falls out of the tree right on top of your head. So all you gotta I'll do is grab a hole. I'll You'll take, take it. <laughs> it. I'll take it. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> you girls sound, sound like you're, you're all about ready for anything. Well, we got a few more days left. What do you hope to get out of camp from this point on? You've made some new friends, you've eaten some good food.
2: Twenty pounds heavier. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm not open no. to get that out of I'm no. <laughs> Not hoping that that's what we're going to get. It is nice to meet new people. Um, I would highly recommend anyone to come here. Yeah. It's just very relaxing. Hospitality, hospitality is just
1: oh out of out of this world. It um, is. It is. Jordy man. has a
3: great bunch of guys working
2: oh, for him. Oh, he them. does. They're
1: so the, the local folks. A lot of them local farmers. And I think mm-hmm. there's four brothers here, mm-hmm. and I got to see little Eddie again. He's uh, about four and a half foot tall, I think. I told him he'd gained a little weight since I saw him last. What is it? Well you what you there's see? a fox. You're kidding. Nope, there's right a fox right here, We're right behind us. Right, right, right there.
3: Oh he just left.
2: Yeah. Oh. That was no, absolute...
3: that wasn't a fox. Might,
1: might have been a coat of mine deer. That
3: was a no, that was a brocket deer. No it wasn't. That was a
1: fox. She saw him good. Okay. All right, we're going to wrap this up. We're sitting here arguing about what what (laughs) we saw. But, uh, hey, folks, we want to encourage you, we're living our dream. We want to encourage you to get outdoors and live your outdoor dreams as well. I'm Bill Cooper.
2: The Living the Dream Outdoors podcast is brought to you by Cowtown USA, Alps Outdoors, Cardiac Mountain Outfitters, The Fly Rod Journals, Westover Farms, Scenic Rivers Taxidermy,
1: and Living the Dream Outdoor Properties.
0: Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day, we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm. We live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do at living the dream outdoor properties we believe that it's not just land it's a lifestyle join us five days a week on living the dream outdoor podcast as the living the dream outdoor dream team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting fishing and outdoor recreation opportunities host bill cooper An inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tall tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll also find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.